Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros save big on the supplies they use most. Right now, save even more on select concrete mix. Now 30% off when you buy in bulk. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. Stop by or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Credit offer subject to credit approval. Can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. Young Dolph is in critical condition after being shot. Many people are truly upset about the NFL protest, their First Amendment rights. And I hope Cardi B did not expect to be number one on the charts without haters. What's good, y'all? This your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, General Delo, and you are listening to the one and only Confession Session! What's up, y'all? <laughs> What's going on with you this evening, Jen? Othello, how you feeling? How's your week been? Now, my week has been, you know, more of the same, all work, no fun. Um, I was off today, so I got to sleep by took a nap like twice. My I took the second time I took a nap though, I told my boyfriend my head started hurting because I'm one of those people I'm literally I'm like an old man, so I need to take like super long, like two to three hour naps and like the second time I took a nap it was like an hour and like ten minutes. So like my head was like throttled when I woke up. But you know, overall it's pretty chill. Um and yeah. Excited for this weekend because it's like Pride and um, it's like down Pride. It's like my first time ever going to like any kind of Pride situation and so to just go and like watch the. I don't know if they have like a black party or what, but we're supposed to go down there on Saturday night. So sounds like it's gonna be fun and interesting, but yeah, nothing too. Crazy. Okay, is that like a fest or um, like are you? Is just is it just you and your boyfriend going? Are you guys linking up with some people and gonna go down there and have a good time? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think like his family. Um, I didn't really okay. ask my friends, but I'm sure I'm like a last minute person, so I probably will just end up calling like some of my friends to see if they want to come and and kick it with us as well. But is it uh, on Saturday? I or? don't know. It's gonna be Saturday. I I think they said it's like from 4 p.m. to like 4 a.m. But obviously, I'm not oh, staying wow. up there to like. Ten or four o'clock in the fucking morning. But you never know. I mean, you have no good time. You know, you might end up old man or not. Man, like, damn, I'm having a good time. I'm gonna meet some new people. No, getting to know everybody. Do oh. I don't do that. <laughs> like around around like usually around like twelve thirty is when I'm like okay. And but my boyfriend he likes to kick it so. I'll be like, yeah, we can hang out another hour. And then, like, one thirty is, like, definitely. I'm like, all right, now, come on. You got to fucking go. I got to get up in the morning. You may not have to, but I have to. Okay? So, yeah. And it's kicking it like we do every fucking weekend. It's not going to change. It's going to be something to do next weekend. It'll be all right. So, <laughs> so do you plan on, like, um, like possibly, like, getting to know people, like, getting some new friends? Or is it just, you know, no. going on and be cute? Okay. Yeah. Girl, I'm not. I mean, I don't know. You, I guess, because you don't really like, you don't, you don't really like to go out or anything, or, or like go into public situations, or like the stuff you do is also, it's always like the same, like just like the same places. But me, I mean, I like going to different 
going to different spots. I like trying new things. I like trying new things. It's just that I don't like being around a crowd of people that I don't know. I just find it a little, uh, it, it can be intimidating. It can be a little scary. You don't know what people are thinking. You don't know what's on somebody's mind. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always nervous. I'm always thinking, okay, but this person got a gun. I ain't got shit on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always thinking about the negative. Okay. But there are so many times, like even, you know, once, one time this year, me and a few of my girls, we got together and we went out and we had a, a good time. I mean, I think I, I talked about it on the show. It was a little ratchet on um, the place, but they burgers as good as a bitch, you know. So I had a real good time. But, you know, once again, people, they see a group of girls and they feel a certain type of way. And this was like, no, you know, but I used to enjoy going out all the time. It's just right now, you know, I have a son. It's not like I, you know, <laughs> have that option or the availability to go out all the time. I have somebody that's looking at me, that's looking up to me. I can't just be out there clubbing and partying and just being a bad person. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's just not me. So yeah, that's yeah. that's why. I but, mean, I, I I enjoy going out and stuff like that, but I don't like doing it all the time. But like, I feel like once a week is fine. Um, but at the same time, it's like. I like being around like groups like groups of people in a public space. Like I don't like going to like house parties, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I still am like my own person. So even though I may be at like say for instance, if I was in Milwaukee, I would like to go to Summerfest or to the state fair or whatever. But it's See, just I like don't. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. I'm not going to be talking to motherfuckers unless it's like somebody I ain't seen in years, and I'll be like, hey, no. how everything been? And then it's like I'm gonna keep walking. <laughs> But, I've been um, in too many situations. Like, you know, last time I went to State Fair, that's when motherfuckers was pushing bitches down, beating up random dudes. Nigga, I, I was with you. I, re- I remember that. I was you pregnant. Know, I you, you was with me. I was pregnant at the time. Wait, was I with you or was I with Brandon? I was with my mom. So. Okay, yeah, so I was, I was with Brandon. But I mean, it was like one year where they was like real life trying to like, Beat up bitches and stuff, wasn't they? Mm-hmm. At the mm-hmm. same time, yeah, and, and we was looking like, what the fuck going on, dog? Like, and they just yeah. running up to people, just beating their ass. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm, you know, uh, seven and a half months pregnant, and motherfuckers just is just bumping into me. Like I almost fell a couple times. So I was like, you know, at that time I was like 22 years old. You know, I'm about to be 27 in a month and a half. I just. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that type of shit. I don't want my son being involved. I don't want to have to snap on nobody and then somebody get out of pocket and now my husband's fighting. I just want to be in that type of situation. I feel like a lot of that stuff is for, I'm not even trying to be like, oh, I'm an old woman or whatever, but like a younger crowd. Like, I prefer to go to wine tasting or chocolate tasting or go to a painting no, class and drink some wine. Me too. Yeah, like, that's the type of shit I enjoy doing with an older group of women, like, or older couples and stuff like that, like that single bullshit. People they up there just out in public, just shaking that ass. Like, no, I'm not. No, what yeah, the fuck? No, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I am I'm a grown woman, and this girl is trying to pop that ass on me. Like, girl, I'm not into yeah. this shit at all. Like, <laughs> but even when I'm a single, to me, it's just, I feel like it's a difference. Like, even when I was single, I don't think I ever like really moved like that to where I was just mm-hmm. like. I never was, like, an attention seeker, and I didn't like being around those people either. I was just more mm-hmm. so, like, when I go out, like, I like to be around motherfuckers just, like, chilling. Because mm-hmm. I sit down. I sit down all, like, two steps, <laughs> but I'm not in the mix. I'm not going to fuck off. Like, you know, I just want you to see what I have on, and 
I'm going to sip on my drink and enjoy this music and, you know, yeah, people mm-hmm. watch a little bit because it'd be some shit that'd be cracking me the fuck up in my head, but that's it, you know. But as mm-hmm. far as all that other shit that being thirsty and trying to converse and meet motherfuckers like that is for the mm-hmm. birds. Like I have enough friends, I have a man, I can care less about the rest of that shit. But exactly, yeah. exactly. That's for the birds, and we fly above the pigeons. So uh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> what's going on with you though? Um, nothing much, you know. Uh, just it's just life, right? Working hard, uh, supervisor about to get ready and leave tomorrow. It's our last day. She's gonna be off for a week, and she won't be back until later on in October and for one day, and then another time in December sometimes. So everybody's just been, you know, moving around, getting things together. Not not too much, and uh, other than that, family stuff, conferences, um, just a bunch of shit going on right now in life, school. Um, so it's just been a little overwhelming for me because I've just been having so much to do. Um, but I'm getting through it, and I just keep telling myself, one year left, one year left, and you ain't got to worry about this shit no more. So that's 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 what, how I'm keeping my faith. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, right. that's pretty much it. Just ready to get this degree and be done with it. I pay off these loans. I pay them off. I'm done. No, but um, <laughs> I am... Very excited about our topics for today, guys. We have some topics, and we have a great um, hot question, daily confession question. So, Jen, hit them with that confession session so I can start hitting them with those topics. Yes. Confession question of the day. Would you be comfortable knowing your spouse's close friend is someone they slept with? Again, would you be comfortable knowing your spouse's close friend is someone they slept with? And let's get into those topics, Miss Angel Bondrina. So, stemming from that question, um, I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about what happened with Wendy Williams' husband and how he was caught cheating. So, I mean, he's just listen to the story. So, Wendy Williams, she's 53 years old, and she's apparently denying reports that her husband, Kevin Hunter, 46, has been having an affair with his massage therapist, somebody that they are close with, somebody that he's close with. She's 32 years old, and her name is Sharina Hudson. Now, um, one plus one does not equal three. Uh, the woman is a friend, but there is no there there. Ron Torsolson, a representative for the talk show host, told page six in an unusual statement. So, um, you know, it does sound a little unusual, but let's just keep reading along. So DailyMail.com reported that, that Hunter and Hudson have been hooking up for a decade and that Hunter moved her into a $765,000 home just miles away from the pad he shares with Wendy Williams and their son, Kevin Jr. They go to the gym together. They go out to restaurants together as if they are a normal couple. But then he goes home to Wendy. He's living a double life. Now, Wendy Williams, they happen to address this on her show this past Tuesday saying, it's weird doing hot topics about me, you know, being a hot topic. It's some sort of weird story going around on the Internet regarding my husband. Um, And this is directly from Wendy Williams' mouth. She didn't give the story too much attention, but she did say, you can believe what you won't, then held up her left hand to show her wedding ring. Uh, She declared that she stands by her guy, and they commuted together this morning, as well as, you know, they live in Hunterville. Um, She also stated, don't believe the hype, and if there was some hype, believe me, you, I would know. And she left it at that. 
um, and move back on talking about everybody else and their lives and just starting some bullshit. So once again, you know, how comfortable would you be? How comfortable is Wendy Williams now that she's knowing that this woman who's supposed to be her husband's friend is possibly sleeping with her husband? Um, it's very interesting to me how she took this story. And I just kind of want to get some feedback from Jun and what he think is going on and how all of this is coming into play and his mindset. Um, I think it's gross. Um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it being an affair, it's already wrong. But on top of that, it's a family friend. I think this is more so like a, a life lesson. Like, you really have to pay attention, you know. And it's just like I'm one of those people to where, like, I want my spouse to be close with my friends. And, you know what I'm saying, I want to be close with, like, my friend's spouses or my spouse's friends, but it's just like it's, there's still a limit. You motherfuckers are not going to be kicking it if I'm not around. Like, I, I'm sorry. And, and, you know what I'm saying, you just have to know, like, <laughs> what is going on. There is signs, you know, that maybe sometimes now there are signs public, too, You said what? Sometimes there aren't signs, too. No, that's what I'm saying. There, there are signs that even though she – she probably trusted her husband because I've read both of her books and because um, she talked about, like, the first time he cheated on her was when she was pregnant with little Kev, and he promised to never do that shit again. But it's just like, girl, so you should know, you know, what's going on or have some kind of hunch. But mm-hmm. she might have just been a woman that – and I respect women like that. Even if they have been cheated on, they want to, if the man is saying that he's acting right, then they're just going to trust and not think about it because it's going to show them clearly in their face one day. Um, maybe that's what it was, but it's just like I, I just feel like that's weird, you know, that him kicking it with them as a married man, like even if this was and this is just like a family friend, like what y'all doing kicking it if Wendy's not there? Like to me that's mm-hmm. weird. So, well, it's my therapist. It's both of their massage therapists. And mm-hmm. I was also reading a line that um, they met through Charlemagne is, is, oh, what, wow. I was, is, is what I was reading on, on Baca. Yeah. But I'm just annoyed how she handled it. Like, And then the fact that she showed her ring, it's like, you show your ring for what? Like, your, your nigga just embarrassed you. Like, clearly your marriage doesn't mean anything to him because he's, he bought this other bitch, like, over a half million dollar house down the street from y'all. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what, like, what are you doing? If anything, I feel like she should have kept the real. Just like how you be talking shit about everybody else's marriage, you should, you should have just aired some shit out and just said he was wrong because he is fucking wrong. You know, you need some time to think about it. Even if you are gonna take his ass back, and I'm, I'm sure that she is. But it's just like, it's just crazy to me. How did you feel? Um, I'm not the one to speculate whether or not somebody, yes, I am. Who the hell am I kidding? Um, it's a possibility that he's been cheating on her, but you know, once again, the thing Clearly, that women, it's been rumors for years, it's been rumors for mm-hmm. years that that man has been cheating on her. Like, I just several, don't like when time, women need to be, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm talking over you. No, no, you go, because what I'm saying is not important. 
Well, oh, okay, Mr. Dramatic. But anyways, um, I just don't like when women, they be so in love that they uh, they tolerate disrespect because they don't want the world to talk about what's going on in their lives. They're like, okay, I'll just deal with it. I'm going to be mad as fuck when we get home tonight. And they just be so miserable. And it's like, girl, you only 53 years old. It may seem like it's the end of the world if he's cheating, but it's not. Or maybe she's scared. You know, she don't want to go through another situation like a like Mel B and Stephen Belafonte, you know, where now they suing or or Mary J. Blige and the dude that she was with, you know, and now she got to pay him. They just like, okay, we get this together. But what she needs to be doing is getting them assets in order in case he is cheating. And if he is cheating, she needs to start getting him caught up so she won't have to sit up there and pay spousal support and all of that other stuff that may be required of her because of who she is. So she needs to start getting her ducks in a row now, especially because He's been exposed live for the world and that she's now um, in the middle of it and she's having to defend him. You know, it doesn't matter that you guys roll in the car together. You could have been riding the car, beating his ass and talking much shit to him the whole goddamn time. So, and you putting up your wedding ring like that means something because to a thirsty bitch who's fucking your dude who's 25 years younger than him and 30 years younger than you, that don't mean shit. Like, this dude is putting her up in a $755,000 house? Girl, that's over half a million dollars. Like, what the fuck you thought? She, hell yeah, she don't give a damn about your wedding ring. She wants that money. Not even the dick. Right. She wants the money. So, Whitney right. Williams needs to get her ducks in a row immediately because it's going to be real sad when the tape come out, like Kevin Hart type shit, and now she in her feelings. Like, who cares? You talk shit about people right. all day. Just do what you gotta do. That's it. And, and then that, and, and coming for the for the bitch that's fucking around. She, a lot of women will feel like, and Henson, that she has the best sugar daddy because she's like, okay, well, I don't, oh, right. don't got to cook oh, and clean. Right. I don't got to cook and clean. This nigga showering me. He even bought me a damn house. All he wants to <laughs> once a week, twice a week is fuck on me, and I go on <laughs> my life and my bills stay the fuck paid. So it's just like. Yeah. Oh, you got, yeah. you're the one that got to deal with the stress holding up your fucking ring. You're the one that got the damn kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. the one working six days a fucking week. Like, come on. Like, let's be for real. Mm-hmm. Let's and be you know, for real. And you know, spoon and some shit come out. Like, right now, this news that came out about him, he's probably like, oh, shit, I got to get my family together. Woo-woo, this and that, that, and the other. Go, girl. Now she about to get ready and get pregnant. Like, oh no, I got the best sugar daddy around. I'm about to, you about to get me pregnant. I'm about to pull your toe, your big toe, while I'm on top. I don't know if you heard about that bullshit, but I've heard about it. And uh, no, <laughs> this is gonna get pregnant. Well, yes, I heard so, about it on this podcast. <laughs> so she's pregnant. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm trying to say she's gonna get pregnant if. Uh, he feels like, damn, I'm about to get ready and, you know, leave this stop, bitch, and, you know, stay with Wendy because Wendy is holding down the fort. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, she might be like, I'm, I'm going to get pregnant now. I'm, I'm going to have this nigga baby. I got the best sugar daddy out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now we got some big problems, even bigger problems. You know, it's right. not going to be side bitch. It's going to be baby daddy, baby mama's wrong. You know, so it's just it's a damn shame. And I just hope that Wendy Williams is not that 53-year-old blind and she really is on her shit. Hopefully she's just playing a part right now while she's getting her ducks in a row yeah. straight up. I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm, I'm hoping so, too. I'm hoping maybe it's just like uh, I'm not going to let these bitches see me sweat tactic. But mm-hmm. really, she's just like, like you said, when they get in the car, she probably fucking his ass up. But 
I don't know. Sweating like a motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> In Canada, March Wednesday, former First Lady Michelle Obama said women who voted for Republican nominee Donald Trump over Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton went against their authentic voice. In the 2016 presidential presidential election, any woman who voted against Hillary Clinton voted against their own voice, she said at the inbound 2017 conference in Boston. According to a video from inside the event, what does it mean for us as women that we look at those two candidates as women? And many of us said, that guy, he's better for me. His voice is more true to me. Obama said, well, to me, that just says you don't like your voice. You like the thing you're told to like. Obama slammed Trump on the campaign trail after he was heard talking in a leaked Access Hollywood video about being sexually aggressive with women. I can't stop thinking about this, she said at the time. It has shaken me to my core in a way I could not have predicted. Obama said her comments about the election are some of the things she has rolling around in her head as she pins her book and reflects on the past decade in the political eye. When you're in it, you don't have a moment, eight years, probably ten years, that I'll have a chance to think back on what it all meant. And despite her criticisms of the current president, Obama noted that she hopes that Trump not only succeeds, but is treated more charitably than people. The Republican Party treated her husband, former President Barack Obama, while he occupied the Oval Office. We want the sitting president to be successful because he lived in the country, in this country. He is our commander-in-chief. He was voted in, she said, adding that she knows from experience that it is very difficult to lead when you have a peanut gallery of people who don't know what they're talking about second-guessing what you do. When you've been in that position, you see that most formers do take a step back. They do let the current holder of the office lead. You do step up when you're asked, and you do try to make sure what you say is constructive, she continues. Now, like I said, there was a whole party that didn't do that for my husband, a whole political party that did not. But what we've learned is part of our legacy is leading with grace. She suggested uh, part of this kind of leadership comes from learning when to respond and how to respond. Michelle and Barack Obama have stayed largely out of political fray after leaving office, although he waited on the Obama fight at an event last week. Michelle Obama said the American people should continue to expect this type of limited response. Barack is not going to turn into what this president was, which is somebody tweeting in the wind and stirring a mess without really knowing what they're talking about. And that was the read. Michelle Obama is the realist. Um, and it sucks even more when, <laughs> like she stated, there's a peanut gallery of people who's depending on the president to answer the questions for them. Well, when the president is so stupid that he can't even answer the, the questions that all of these people, they have answers for. Um, and we shouldn't expect anything from Obama. He did his job and he did it well, um, very well. And that's why so many people miss him now. Women, they truly did go against their own silent voice when they voted for Donald Trump. Um, but I personally feel the the reason behind that has to do with their husbands and has to do with um, just white supremacy overall. Because just because of the type of crowd Donald Trump he kept, um, the statements that he was making and the threats that he made, which ultimately didn't weren't nothing came about with him. He's trying 
consistently still, but um, you know, nothing's happening because if, because Donald Trump he keeps forgetting that he has people that you know he that has to answer too. He's not the head, you know, motherfucker in charge. There are people that has to vote for these executive orders that he is creating, and he's just so stupid that he thinks that what he say is is just gonna happen, and it's not. So. Um, that's crazy. And I'm glad that Obama, Michelle Obama, she also mentioned that, you know, Barack is not about to sit out here and be tweeting, tweeting videos and, and, and on, you know, social media sites being a fool when it's too much work to do. You know, it's too much work yeah. to do. You shouldn't have time to sit up there and create videos. And sh- I shouldn't be getting messages, three, four messages at work talking about how Donald Trump tweeted a video. Like, why aren't you doing your job? You have too much time if you have time to tweet videos, okay? Um, and overall, what she stated was just a beautiful thing. Um, I'm glad that she stuck up. And once again, Obama, he did a great job. And I'm just, I, re- I really wish he was in office. But the women who, I feel like a lot of the people who um, who didn't vote also, they are another reason why Donald Trump won. So many people, they were, you know, it's about unity and, you know, Milwaukee really came together when everybody was trying to elect the black president for the first time because they thought it would make a difference. However, once Obama was out of office, you know, after the eight years, nobody really cared anymore. And that, that really sucks because it's like, mm, you know, nobody cared enough to vote, which ultimately led to this man being president. And he's a fool. You know, he's a fool, so that, that sucks. <laughs> but um, that's all I have to say. I done talked to Elijah. And what is your thoughts on, on, on this situation with your president? Um, we're not going to go there today. Uh, but I completely agree <laughs> with what you're saying. I'm not a woman, but I just feel like why vote for someone that clearly does not have your best interests. Um, even though I feel like we are past this point, obviously this man is president, so it's like, what can you say? What can you do? Like, when they clearly voted mm-hmm. for him. But I feel like women, like many other minority groups, have some sort of, like, complex where it's, like, almost a competition, and they really don't want to see other women succeed. And they may look to their, their own husbands, you know. That's interesting. They do this dumb as fuck you over their own. Well, why do you say that's interesting? Like, do you not think a lot of times? Because I never thought about that. Um, yeah, I, I, now that you think, say it, I do think that. Um, there are a lot of times that I think about things. And I'm like, huh, I don't, I don't really know. Let me ask my husband about it. I'm not gonna ask him though who I think should be president. I'm gonna make up my own mind, and that's when it comes to, you know, the difference between a simple-minded bitch and somebody who knows what they want. Now, these women who are, I don't know, let me ask my husband, like, you should have your own mind. You know, if your husband was like, you better vote for Trump, but you really want to vote for Hillary, he don't see what the hell you vote for. Just lie. You know what I'm saying? Just lie. You lie about everything else. Sex is good. We know you're lying. We already know you're lying. So, that makes no sense for them to look to their husbands for answers that they should already have in their head. Do the research. Find the questions that you need. Find the answers to those questions and figure it out yourself. You shouldn't have to ask somebody else, somebody who was not born with you. You know what I'm saying? The answers to things that you can find out on your own, that makes no sense to me. So that's why it was so interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like now that you said it, 
that is a it's a very you know broad possibility that that happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you done talking about um uh, your president? Sure. <laughs> well, guys, also I want to say, y'all forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. You can check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course our podcast from Blog Talk. And those who are listening online, that number to call in if you would like to call in is five one six five nine five eight two eight two. I'm not sure if a lot of people know who Young Dolph is, but Young Dolph is a Memphis man, um, and he had been shot, uh, shot up, apparently. Now, a Memphis man, he's been arrested um, because he shot Young Dolph. A lot of people, they thought that Young Gotti God, Yo had to do with this, but um, that's not what reports are saying. So, um, Young Dolph is a rapper from Memphis who was shot outside um, Hollywood Hotel on Tuesday afternoon in Los Angeles. Police say this happened Wednesday. Now, Corey, is for, who's 43 years old, he's been charged with attempted murder in the shooting. His bond has been set at $1 million, and this is stated from LAPD woman, spokeswoman, um, Officer Irma Mata. Earlier Wednesday, she stated that Memphis rapper Yogati was not a person of interest in Dolph's shooting, despite media reports saying that he was. The two musicians um, are known to be rivals, and they were staying actually in the same hotel in Hollywood. So this is why a lot of speculation happened in this sense. So Mata, who's the police officer, um, said that she did not know if um, if Corey was associated with Yogati. Um, so nobody really knows. However, um, Yogati and Corey were both arrested in 2010 after five people were shot in the parking lot of a level two nightclub um, on American Way. And the charges against Gotti was dropped in 2010 um, due to a lack of witnesses. But Corey was shot during the brawl. And on two, in Tuesday's shooting, Dolph, whose real name is Adolph Thornton Jr., was shot in an altercation with three men outside the Hollywood Hotel near the intersection of Hollywood Boulevard and Highland Avenue, Los Angeles Police. Detective Megan Anguar said Dolph, who was 32, was confronted by the men outside, leading to a physical fight Tuesday afternoon, and one of the men put out a gun and shot him multiple times. He was able to run to the shoe palace for help. He was then taken to the hospital and he was in critical condition, but he is expected to survive. Um, court was booked Wednesday morning by LAPD. However, no court date has been set. Um, but before his arrest, TMZ and other outlets, they had reported that Yogati was a person of interest in dog shooting, but Los Angeles police officer Mike Lopez, which is another officer, as I just stated, <laughs> told the commercial appeal Tuesday night that this may not be the case. While they are still at the scene, there was no mention of him being a person of interest. And Lopez said, Gotti, whose real name is Mario Mims, um, just it is just not a possibility right now, but they're still looking into the, this information. So sad business overall. Um, you know, you want to be a gangster and Things like this happen. You got to be safe out here. You can't just be out there fighting motherfuckers. People are real life trying to kill you. People are really, really trying to kill you. And this is a situation like that. Jill, what are your thoughts about this uh, fight that broke out in this shooting and how this man could have died? He was shot multiple times. Well, 
Yeah. Um, so I actually I didn't read the article, but I saw on like the last dot com um, is that they were saying that Yo Gotti now is a person of interest in the shooting. I don't know if oh, no. he was an actual person. Yeah, if he was a person or if he like kind of sent some people to turn up on Young Dolph. I I don't know the situation, but overall it's scary. And it's just, it's another rap beat that's, like, dumb as fuck. Like, you both are from the same city. It's just, like, what are you doing? Y'all should come together, you know what I'm saying, and put on for your city instead of, like, trying to have this dumb competition and see which one comes off on top. It actually it reminds me, not saying that they're on the same caliber of these people, but recently, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, I, I remember watching another documentary about Tupac and Biggie, um, last year, and I talked about it on the show, but there was mm-hmm. one that came out on Fox um, recently with Tony Dad O'Brien, who I fucking love, and um, Ice-T, and they went on to, like, investigate who shot Biggie and Tupac, and they they nailed it. Like, they went all the way down to who actually shot them, but it's just basically nobody's going to touch the case. Like, Vegas doesn't want to touch the case because it's too high up and they don't want any any beef. And then um, as far as the Biggie's murder in L.A., it's like the FBI has something to do with it, covering up, so that's why it's not getting touched. But it, it's wow. just, yeah, but it, it's just, what what are y'all doing? Like, is this worth y'all life at the end of the day? Like, y'all have fans out here. Like, Yo, God, he's out here making moves now. Like, I don't know how old he is. I, to me, he feels right. like, I feel like he's probably in his late, his late 30s. But it's just like, are you re- are you really ready to give up everything that you've been doing? Like, your career is back going upwards. You know, because he was late for a little bit. But now I really feel like Yo, God, he's starting right. to become, right. like, popping again. So it's just like, are you really, are you really ready to mess all that up for just a nigga that you don't like that you grew up around or around, you know, down the street from you, like, it's dumb as fun. It's dumb as fun. <laughs> this is so stupid because, like you said, like, yo, Gotti, like, it, like, rake it up, you know, bag it back, dump it back, whatever, pipe it up, you know, <laughs> like, what, mm-hmm. what is you doing? You a bitch? Like, what is you doing? Like, this is, this is so <laughs> stupid that you would sit up there and send somebody to kill this man or shoot this man up. And now that he's dead, or, oh, excuse me, now that he's not dead, and he's talking, and, like, you probably messed up your whole life. You know who else messed up their whole life? Like, he, in a minute, is going to be just like that one guy that me and Jim, we have been talking about for, I don't know, like, earlier this year. I already know, forgot his name. Like, he was on a podcast. He changed his life around, and he was at the club. Jim, who am I talking about? You said you used to love oh, him. Oh, you're talking about, um, it's funny because I forgot his fucking name, but I love See, that's him. messed up. Right. You usually the podcast and now I actually, I actually, I just unfollowed him on Instagram because I'm like, this nigga's not getting on the prison. Why <laughs> am I still following him on Instagram? And I just See, there you go. Him today. But, and, yeah. and that's crazy, yeah. And and this, and what, the, he, he only been in jail for, what, three, four months now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even been Back that long. Zone. And he's Back zone. Facts, yep, 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 and and he hasn't even been in jail that long, and he's already become irrelevant, so he knows, uh, God, he knows, he already been to jail, you know what I'm saying, so if he goes to jail again, 
they throw in a book, attempted murder, it's a wrap. Like, he might as well just say bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? He's already in his late 30s. It's a possibility. Like, he's going to be there forever. So he needs to hope to God, you know, that <laughs> that he was not involved or that can't nobody pin this on him. Because if he goes to jail for something so stupid, it would literally be just just so stupid. He would just be thinking, like, 10 years, like, what, and in three days, why would I even do something? I'm in jail eating bologna sandwiches. I yeah, want some lobster right. and steak. Just stupid. Like, I'm stupid. I'm just so dumb. My head is still yeah. big as a rock. Like, I have no idea why I did that. Mm-hmm. Just get it together. Yeah. I hope I hope that he's done it both. I hope that's a false rumor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, as far as the NFL protest, you know, it's... <laughs> It is so much going on with them, mm-hmm. and I tried to do my best to tie it down, but it's just everybody's their views are all, all over the place, and I'm just really it's just all over it. So <laughs> I found a really interesting article um, from CNN. And I'm just gonna read it to you all. Um, it says this didn't start with the knee. Everyone seems to forget that before Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick knelt for the national anthem during the first three preseason games of the 2016 NFL season. The then San Francisco 49ers quarterback met with former NFL player and Army veteran Nate Boyer to discuss the optics of his protest. It was Boyer who helped him and his teammates come to the decision to kneel, a more respectful option. Kaepernick was on board. Uh, Because then, as now, Kneeling during the national anthem was never about the anthem itself. It wasn't about the flag or the military. It was about race and all of the struggles that come with being a minority in America. Uh, there was no way the protests that Kaepernick started, which have gained new momentum in recent days, could have ever be centered around anything other than race. I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and the people of of color, Kaepernick told NFL media at the outset of the controversy. In 2016, almost 70% of active players on NFL rosters were black. Until last month, when a handful of white players joined the public sideline, displayed every player who participated, whether with a bended knee or in November 2016, Kaepernick broadened the scope. I've been very clear from the beginning that I'm against systemic oppression, he told us in Chicago. Police violence is just one of the symptoms of that oppression. For me, that is something that needs to be addressed, but it's not the whole issue. By the time he and a handful of other players who had taken a knee were being excoriated, their jerseys used as doormats and bonfire fodder. Um, they were called unpatriotic, ungrateful, disrespectful of flag, military, and country. Uh, the backlash may have been painted with broad strokes of red, white, and blue, but it couldn't hide the color line below. A 2016 poll about Americans' perceptions of NFL players revealed Kaepernick was the league's most disliked player. Of the results, 37% of white respondents said they disliked him a lot. Only two of uh, black respondents did. Conversely, 42% of black respondents said they liked him a lot. A huge jump from two years prior, where only 16% said so. Forgotten that Kaepernick and other early adopters maligned as un-American and disrespectful chose their form of protest carefully and without consultation. 
it baffles me that our protest is still being misconstrued as disrespectful to the country, flag, and military personnel. 49 states, Eric Reed wrote in an op-ed um, for the New York Times this week. Reed was one of the first to adopt Kaepernick's protest, kneeling beside his, his then-teammate during the last preseason game of 2016. He was also privy to the perspective of Boyer, the veteran who counseled Kaepernick. Um, we chose to kneel because it is respectful. Um, I remember thinking our posture was like a flag flown in half mass to mark a tragedy. It was as if players had to prove their patriotism to legitimize their message. Um, my father served 25 years. When he dies, he's going to be wrapped in an American flag. But my dad is also out of the Army, and he drives trucks all over the country, and he's a black man everywhere he goes. And sometimes he's at, he has racial incidents still today. That is so deep because that's the truth. And it's so funny because people – it's not even funny. It's disturbing that people, they, they're taking – the one thing that we want y'all to understand has to do with race. You guys want to take it and, and flip it around and call people, you know, not patriotic. Like, no, this has to do with race. Like, do we have to say Black Lives Matter and then kneel with Black Lives Matter t-shirt in order for you guys to understand that this is a race thing that has nothing to do with the flag or, you know what I'm saying, or, or the veterans or any, like, you're being dumb. And the yeah. fact that uh, Colin, he won't be picked back up because of this is so insane to me. Like, really? Y'all just doing the most. But I did hear on the Breakfast Club as well that people, you know, for this situation, right, these people, they do need to stop. If you're going to stop supporting, you know what I'm saying, um, the football, the NFL, Stop completely. Stop watching the game. Stop going to the show. Yeah. If you are so uncomfortable with this, that's going down, you know what I'm saying? But don't just half-ass do it. Don't, you know, want to kneel and then uh, go out there and buy a ticket or watch it on TV. Like, stop completely. I don't watch the NFL, period. So, I don't care. This has yeah. nothing to do with, yeah. you know, so. But, you know, my mom, she watches it and she talks to me about a lot of the protests that's going on and this new bullshit with them doing the unity crap that's ridiculous to me because it's not about unity. This is about black lives and how they're not being taken serious despite, like you said, people out there um, serving the war, being out there in the war and still being treated as, you know, as if race should even matter, you know? So this was a very, very interesting article. I'm, not really shocked that so many people they dislike Colin Kaepernick just because they probably feel like he started all of this. But once again, this was started, you know, years before when he was sitting down. Yeah. Nobody had anything to say about that. Like, but now that he knew it's a problem, but oh, people out there, like, they're not talking about what happened in Charlottesville with the races. They're talking about a football game where somebody's kneeling. But they're going to get the message real soon. You know, real soon. What was your thought about this, Jen? Um, I thought the article was very interesting. You know, um, obviously, I've talked about my views a, a million times. Um, and I'm, I've never <laughs> been a fan of sports in general, so it's not like I'm sitting watching ESPN all day. But I really don't see uh, 
it being an issue that this man is kneeling during the national protest. I actually, I was talking to uh, my sister, and my sister, she told me that um, he asked what, like a military person, or what would be the most respectful way to protest. And he and this military person told him to kneel. Mm-hmm. Doing the flag instead of standing with it over your heart. So it's just like, what more do you want? If somebody who has fought for this country is saying this, and it's just like, and they're trying to make it about patriotism and veterans, but really they just want us to shut the fuck up. And yep. recently I was talking to um, Angelica about this. I overheard a conversation, and I asked her because um, I'm not going to say where I was or anything like that, but I asked her because I. I didn't know because a lot of times I've, I've said this many times. Clearly, I'm black, but I feel like my name and and sometimes people are just crazy. So people sometimes don't. I don't know if people don't realize that I'm black or or is what the situation was. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, recently, I've heard someone having a conversation. Some people having a conversation. They were talking about the NFL protest because obviously this was like a hot button issue. And mm-hmm. um, what they were saying is that the protests were retarded. Like, it, it was just retarded. Colin Kaepernick was retarded. Everything he was doing was stupid. And they whispered it's in their DNA. And I asked Angel, Angel I was like, um, do you think that they were saying that because I was there and they wanted me to hear it? And she was like, yeah, like they were trying to taunt you. You know, and and clearly get a rise out of you, and I just feel like it is disgusting at this point. You know, at, at 2017, that motherfuckers feel because they feel like they will be able to get away with it can be so clearly disrespectful, and this is the reason why Colin Kaepernick is doing what the fuck he's doing, and it pisses me off that people will not see it. And that, and I'm at the point where, and I've been at this point where I really don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to converse and have a conversation with people that have different views than me. I know they say that you should get out of your bubble and meet people who may be, as far as political views and life views or anything in general, may be a little different from yours. But I'm not trying to sit and have a conversation with a fucking racist and beg to them to believe that black people are good people. Like, fuck you. Like, you are the worst kind. Mind you, these motherfuckers being the fucking white trash they are, are sitting there making out, being disgusted, talking about how, uh, I think, because Dallas or something, I don't know if they were only only people that didn't protest the flags or if they didn't come out the lot. I don't know what the fuck happened. Or they kneeled before the flag. Um, but they said that they were the only people that had class. And I'm like, if you bitches are out here making out in fucking broad daylight in public, you talking about somebody having fucking class? You're fucking disgusting. You're trash. Like, you're fucking sick. Like, bitches like you. Well, a bitch spit at me yesterday. Really? Uh, Yes. I was going inside a restaurant and I was going to go get my food, but the bitch was on the door. She was on the door, the only door to get inside, and I pulled the bitch open because she was just sitting there talking to this old ass man. I don't know if the man was her granddad 
or what, but he definitely needed a cane and he ain't have one or a walker or something. And so I put the door open and she almost fell. And I was talking on the phone to my sister and she just like, <clears throat> I was like, what the fuck? Anyways, and I just laughed at her and I kept walking. And I did that for a reason. Um, I didn't want to get into an altercation at the time, just based off of, because uh, I was not feeling too good and stuff like that. So I didn't want to like be her ass. <laughs> And I won't. No, and I, and I understand. And I understand. But I was like, today the bitch would have got these hands. <laughs> no. And, you know, and I, and I understand where you're coming from because I feel like a lot of times black people, we do need to sometimes, we need to chill out. Like, and, and I think a lot of times, like, we feel like, okay, like I've heard I'm not my ancestors, would you would get these hands. But it's just like, if that's what they want. They want us to react so they can play the innocent white victim and, oh, they put their hands on me. And no. Get these motherfuckers in their, pop, in their fucking pockets. Get them where it fucking hurts. Stop supporting these. You know, if you know these people that are for everything wrong that's in this country, stop supporting them. You know, we need to have more of a togetherness. And I've said this a million times. Like, there is nothing wrong with supporting your own. And I wish there was more of a way that we could do that. Like, I was listening um, to a, a podcast earlier. I think it was, was it Code Switch? Code Switch. And, and I, I love Code Switch and the Yeah, and I shout out podcasts. And I know people may be thinking, like, why is motherfuckers always talking about podcasts? Except for one, I fucking love podcasts. But two, we are a black podcast out here. So I am going to support another black podcast mm-hmm. out here trying to make a change and are supporting my views. But um, I was listening to, I want to say that the name of the podcast was, uh, was Code Switch. But, um, but they were saying how there's, there's like, simple shit you can do. Like, instead of getting your fruits and vegetables from a grocery store, go to a farmer's market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know there black farmer's markets in, uh, in Milwaukee. And I'm sure there are some down here as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you just have to pay attention. We cannot continue to deal with this shit. Like I am so over like this yelling and complaining. I'm I'm ready to make moves. And I'm not saying fight. I'm just saying like I'm just ready for some for some boss niggas to stand up and open up some shit. So I can only go there instead of going to Carly C's around the corner from my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. I hear that's you. That's just what the fuck it is. I hear you. And speaking of you know um, the NFL protests and all of this shit that's going on. Um, rumors have been swirling for weeks that Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake are being considered um, as the 2018 Super Bowl halftime performers. Um, this will be a revival of their 2013 run, which included the smash hit in time and sold out the stadium tour. It's only September, but guess what, guys? Guess what? Those dreams may already be deceased, dead, and gone, buried because Jay-Z reportedly declined an invitation to perform at the NFL championship game in February, which would take place at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, which happens to be the hometown of late legend Prince, a noted friend of Jay-Z. However, an insider from the Sun newspaper stated that, in quotes, he has really no plans to do the halftime show. Mm. 
Now, on Jay-Z's 444, he expressed the importance of unity within the black community and among black celebrities, uh, excuse me, guys, cel- <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell is going on right now? But he said, especially in the face of injustice. Now, the report didn't really mention Jay-Z's politics or his political views in relation to the reasoning behind his alleged decline, but this shoe certainly fits as it should. And if there were more people like Jay-Z, more celebrities um, that was willing to express the importance of unity within the black community. Um, it would be, it would be so great. I mean, man, just imagine, I really do hope that he turned it down. I hope Beyonce was like, Jay, but you're not performing at that, at the NFL Super Bowl, baby. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is, yeah. you know, so. It was close, it was close, it was close. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's awesome to me. And this is how protest. This is how you really get some protests out there. Say no. Start saying no. You got enough money? Say no. If you don't got enough money, you'll have enough money by saying no. Say no. Turn it all down. And they're gonna be real saucy pretty soon. The NFL gonna be some bullshit because it's gonna be a whole bunch of white players and and just <laughs> trash. <laughs> Let me no try. talent, honey. No dealing, no talent. Who gives a fuck? No talent, no chicken, no, no dancing. And nobody watching. And nobody watching either. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I mean, What's your thoughts on this? I, I don't really have nothing much to say about it besides, you know, I, I love Jay Z and everything that he stands for, and he's just mm-hmm. a realist. And um, obviously, that's. I mean, come on, he's a billionaire. He don't well, like mm-hmm. what he needs to perform. He, and he's one. He is the most notable rapper that is alive today. So it's just like, what? Who would he be doing this for? You know, right. it's not. It's not, not going to help his career at all. You know, and it's and it's helping his career more by saying, uh-uh, I'm not fucking with you, bitches. Like, come on. Like, oh, and I cannot wait until I get to the point <laughs> in my life and career. Well, I don't have to be politically correct and I can say how the fuck I feel and do what the fuck I, I know, want. Right? That must be glorious, you know. <laughs> but I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. And that's just something I think about all the time, which is so weird. But I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm bust up on these bitches because I am so nice and just so, like, remiss. Yeah, how do you, you think know, I feel? But it's like, oh, I can't wait to boss up on you bitches, and, and you really know how I feel. Like, oh, my God. Gonna how do you think I feel? A beautiful, glorious day. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I think that that's awesome. Um, yeah, Jay-Z needs to keep keep doing what he do and keep saying no, and he will be so good. He will be so good. He will have so many more people hating on him while he's still a billionaire. So it don't even matter. You know, but they okay. can't really hate on him too much because they want his money. See how shit goes when you got money? <laughs> right. He got money. Money, honey. Despite being dragged by the internet, Azealia Banks isn't done for rations, Cardi B. Apparently, the burgeoning rapper's classy clapback has stirred the wrath of Azealia. 
as she unleashed even more insults in a scathing rant. On Wednesday night, the Harlem MC took to Instagram to double down on some serious allegations. According to the self-proclaimed Ice Princess, Cardi smashed hit Bodak Yellow isn't courtesy of her pen game, but a ghostwriter. We know the nigga from Harlem who wrote the song, Arzelia said. She even goes as far as naming the alleged ghostwriter. The nigga's name is Poe. He's friends with your boyfriend from jail, and you fucked, she continued. They all call you a smut and say your ass is purple. I'm going to get that nigga to write for me, too. Kudos, Dirk. Earlier this week, Azealia fired off a round of shots at the former reality star, following her historic number one. And this time around, she continued to lay on the less than flattering Nicki Minaj comparisons. Girl, everybody in the hood already said you, that you fucked for rap. Like, come on. You are the poor man's Nicki Minaj at this point, as it is said. I thought you were going to do something original, but you're the poor man's Nicki Minaj. Inter- interesting, interestingly, I'm being you right now. Enough. I know, right? <laughs> Nicki and Lil' Kim and Taylor Swift have congratulated Cardi on her record-breaking hit. Mm. So what do you think? How do you feel about Miss Azealia? She's always been a hater. I think that what she tries to do is she tries to go after people who are in the spotlight, and then when she goes after them, she just tries to be, you know, famous for that five seconds, and people just don't care. Like, bitch, you you stupid. Like, you need to get some shit about yourself. Like, only thing you can do is go after people when when they up top. You just she just needs to go and just just. Hmm. I just don't like her. <laughs> she's just a shit starter, a drama seeker. Um, just look like she stank. Like, you know, she's just irritating, yeah. frustrating. Um, need to get her shit together. Yeah, just just a, a bum. You know, go go back to jail. Go go back beating your sister with bottles, bitch. Like, shut your ass up. Exactly. What what I hate about Azealia Banks is I just feel like she's just a fraud. Like, bitch, you you want to stand for black issues when mm-hmm. it fucking has something to do with you because you hate, you mad, you jealous because you don't have a number one. And and motherfuckers say that she has the potential, but it's just like I never. I liked her song 312, and she got this other song, but I never really saw for Azealia Banks. And you know what I'm saying? And, that, and you know, Hot 97 in New York, they put on, like, she at one point used to be, like, just going to be the shit. And I, and she has a little bit of a flow, but it's just, like, I think the bitch was overrated back then. And you ruined it by always having issues with every fucking body continuing to attack people. And that's one thing from being a true, genuine self and just being a hater. Bitch, you clearly are a fucking hater. And I think for mm-hmm. you to come for Cardi B and saying that, because she's not black when clearly the woman is and she says it, you know what I'm saying? And we've talked about this on the show before, that you can be black and Latino. Like, it's fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? And and that's, and like I said, I get tired of black Americans always feeling like they have to say so and tell somebody what the fuck they are. Like, just because you're confused about who the fuck you are and bleeding right. your motherfucking skin and, and getting sick <laughs> down by old-ass white men and continue to put coke up your nose, you can't tell anybody else how to feel about themselves or how to view themselves, bitch. And she will be, to me, in my opinion, I feel like Cardi B we will be more black 
then this motherfucking jigaboo wannabe will ever be. Like, fuck her. Fuck Azealia Banks. I forgot her name that quick. I was like, who the fuck are we talking about? I know, right. Fuck Azealia Banks. Like, I'm so fucking tired. And this is the only time we hear about her because she's so irrelevant. She has to sit and talk about other people. And it was so funny because Sardi B's best friend, Star Grimm, was about to give her them hands. She was like, bitch, where you at? Like, she's just like, no, I want to find where you at. And, and Azealia Banks was just like, get me in so ghetto. Blah, blah. You really are just a whack motherfucker. You sit on the internet and you just, like, you're a troll. You're a troll. An emotional troll. Like, ugh. Irritating. Irritating ass bitch. Irritating ass bitch. No. But, um. So ugly. I know, man. I know. And you so fraud, okay? You fraud. Hey, did you watch uh, Empire? Nigga, you know I ain't watching them here Empire. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for thinking that you're somebody uh, awesome. But anyway, guys, since wow. we're not going to talk about I just started back watching How to Get Away with Murder like a couple weeks ago, like going to the gym because, you know, I do like fast cardio or whatever, like I did today, and it just makes some time go by because I'll be on the treadmill for like an hour, so I watch shows because I literally can get on my phone treadmill and be catching up. But How to Get Away with Murder is good as fuck. Like I've seen the, I've seen the first season, but I'm like in the middle of the second season. So, yeah, that's what I've been on lately is just how to get away with murder. Besides all ratchet shows and, you know, stuff that actually does matter. Not saying Empire doesn't matter, but I just I really just need to catch up. I just be I just feel like when I get to the point where I'm, like, overwhelmed and I'm so behind, cause isn't this, like, the fourth season? I've never seen that before. No, but I'm saying, is it, is it, um, it's, it's like, the, it's for the fourth season for Empire, right? Or no? Oh, yeah, he's a third or fourth, one of the two. Yeah, so I just like, damn, I got a long way to go. So that's why I just be trying to not worry about it. But I'm going to watch it one of these days. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You're going to miss out if you don't watch. You're going to love it, though. But anywho, anywho, boo boo, would you be comfortable, Jean, knowing that your spouse's close friend is someone that they messed around with or split with in the past or woo-woo-woo? Hell to the no. Never. So what would you do differently? So what would you do differently to what happens if you didn't know or what would you do differently or how do you feel like you would find out? Well, if I didn't know, then there's nothing really I could do. But if one day, like, at all, you know, and if I had a hunch, I feel like people have a hunch where it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, y'all didn't mess around or this motherfucker clearly still likes you or it's a reason why this motherfucker. Because I just feel like that's weird as fuck in general. Like, when your friends don't like, like, when your friends don't like your spouse, to me it's just like, why? Like, why is there any beef? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like Love and Hip Hop? So I do watch Love and Hip Hop. So, so it's weird that, you know, uh, the chick, she don't like uh, a little fizz baby mama uh, girlfriend. Don't like her. Ain't that shit weird? Tiffany? Don't yeah. like uh That shit, I'm like, this bitch, they clearly, she clearly got a crush on her. Like, because there is no reason. No reason at all. Sorry, y'all, but right. that's just but crazy. Yeah, that much. That you have that much of an issue with it, then yeah, there's something. There's a reason. There's something going on. But 
um, if I didn't know, I guess I would just be looking like and just thinking like that motherfucker like like you. Or if I do find out, then yeah, you have to cut that motherfucker off. And if you don't, you gonna cut me off. Like, cause that to me that shows me like where your loyalty lies. You you chose that you want to be a thigh hooking up with your damn friends. Like there's not a million people out in this world to be having sex with. Then you chose that life. That one day when you meet the love of your life, you gonna have to cut this bitch off. And if you don't, you that's essentially telling me what it is like to leave me alone. Cause no, I'm not gonna sit here and be cool. Be okay with you being cool with somebody that you used to mess around with. It. Like, mm-hmm. no. And what? And what world does, does that work? Like ever. I agree. And to me, that it makes no sense. Like, why are you so upset? And when I seen how upset old girl was, I was like, look, I straight would have been like, bitch, you for the fuck him? Like, what is your problem? Like, you got a right. whole big problem. You throwing chips and shit at me because I stick my tongue out, like. We about to really get ready in box because you tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it would have been, I would have lost my damn self. I lost my damn self. But um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be comfortable. Um, that would be some bullshit if something happened like that in the past and I didn't know about it and it was cool as a bitch and I found out after the fact. I would be mad as fuck. Um, I would. I'll be real mad. <laughs> Like I'll be crazy. I mean, it just it it, it really <laughs> depends. I feel like it would just be a rare, a rare instance. Where no, I would be mad that as friend, fuck. That your yeah, like your friend like clearly fucks with me, and we like all super tight, and it's like mm-hmm. I know for a fact there ain't nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. So where I'll be like, okay, but it's just like. More, more than likely, no, I'm not fucking with this. Like, I'm not. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, I don't give a damn how tight you are. Like, you going to have to cut that. You want to cut that bitch off? Like, no, no. Like, cut her all the way off because at this point, I'm married. And me and my husband, we've been together for a very, very, very long time. Almost 11 years next month. Almost three years married next month. And if he just tell me some shit like that after all of this time, and he's been keeping it a secret all of this time. We got a problem. We got a problem. And I'm about to get ready and have a new, a couple new friends that I know fucked in the past. Okay? That's now my mm-hmm. new best friend. <laughs> like, oh, this, this is my best friend. Have him kicking in and coming over to the house drinking and shit. We googly eyeing and shit. Like, who wants to be in a situation like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no. Because that's something like that you, even, you, 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 your man uh, doing some shit, grabbing something, you catch them eyeing them to the side, like hell the fuck no, I'm like because uh-uh. you know, you know that motherfucker still, you know that motherfucker still more than likely still wants your man, like we're uh-uh. thinking about the shit, we're thinking about the time that that, that whatever yeah. happened happened, like no, I'm not gonna have you all up in my face kicking it and chilling while you thinking about the time you fucked my dude, like bro, like that's that's crazy. That's crazy, and guess who ain't happy? I'm not happy. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's just unacceptable. And I feel like vice versa. Like you wouldn't want to be put in a situation like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like you chilling, you having a good time, you getting your drink on. Then next thing you know, too, the two people they up there dancing and shit, doing emotion. You looking like, hmm, something's looking a little weird. Now, am I drunk or is these motherfuckers looking at each other real hard right now? Like, <laughs> Smiling and shit, turning around. Oh, they notice me. They notice me. 
gonna have to keep my eye. Let me go to the bathroom real quick. You got all of these stuff in your damn head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, it, it it can be a real bad situation. And once again, you just don't want to put yourself in, in situations like that, especially when you know, you know what I'm saying, the shit is real. And uh, now you have to be sitting up there like 53-year-old Wendy Williams defending everything and defending. I, I, I know my man. Uh, we rode the car together here. Everything like, no, bitch. No, he's cheating. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. But, um, <laughs> But, um, Jenna, anything you would like to say before we end this episode this evening? I just want to say 100. Hey! Hey! 100 fucking times, which is crazy. Like, I still can't believe it. Um, and just thank you all so much for continuing to listen, continuing to support. Like, I always say, this is just the beginning. There's so much you want to do with this just show and continue to grow. And, um, you know, I'm just really happy with the the direction that, you know, we're going with this podcast. And I'm excited for our future. And I can't wait for a 200th episode. And I'm just glad that you motherfuckers ain't got tired of us talking shit every fucking week. Twice a week. <laughs> you know, but thank you. But seriously, thank you so much for tuning in. And that's yes. it. Well, Joe, before we end the show, what are you confessing your love for this evening? So, I am confessing my love for Dr. Takia Nicole. Um, she has a podcast getting grown. Um, and honestly, I don't really know what <laughs> she has a PhD in. I just know, like, she has a doctorate. And I just think she's just, like, super dope because she, to me, I just love a person that is um, down to earth, but at the same time, just educated, and making moves. Um, but yeah, you guys, you should check out. You should check out the podcast getting grown on um, iTunes to subscribe to it. And every week, it's just a good time. But at the same time, I feel like you get a as far as like current issues and and different things like cheating or whatever. You get more so a um, a wise opinion and not just, you know, somebody talking shit. But, yeah, that's what I'm confessing my love for. Dr. Zakia Nicole, who are you confessing your love for this week, Miss um, Angel Von Dreamer? Um, Well, I would like to confess my love for Devon Franklin. Um, do you know who that is, Jen? <laughs> no. Well, that is me. Oh, yes, I do. Husband. I do. Yes, that's making good husband, and I was listening to him this morning on um, on the Breakfast Club, and you know he was just talking about how you know he had no discipline in his life and how he seen like the men in his life, um, you know, drinking and sleeping with a lot of women and how they just had no discipline. And how, you know, eventually, you know, one died from a heart attack, the other one died from, you know, drinking. And um, and then he looked at the women in his side of the family. He said he was raised by his mom and, like, his seven aunties and, you know, and how everything was just so disciplined. And so, you know, he wanted to wait when he got into, um, when he got into, uh, you know, till he got married to have sex. But he ended up having sex, um, you know, in high school and didn't wait. And then he had sex in college and didn't wait. And, you know, eventually he, um, 
he wanted to do something better. And that's when he learned about the disciplines. And he tried to discipline himself. And, you know, he started working um, as an executive, uh, you know, with an assistant. And um, to who did he start working with? Um, oh, to Will Smith. Um, to like so wow. he was assisting the people with them and stuff like that, and he was just telling talking about how um just growth ultimately growth, and I learned a lot from him. I would like to get his book and read it, and he said um you know pretty much he became celibate and um you know stopped having sex and really just tried to get some discipline, and he ended up being celibate for ten years. Um, he did not have sex, and then he he told God like I didn't want you know I didn't want to be with Megan Good you know I didn't want to date an actress, um, but God put her in his life and for a reason because she was practicing at the time celibacy too, and so yeah he he said for each of the, uh, the commandments that's how long he ended up you know actually having to wait and ultimately it became ten years and he married Megan Good and you know it was just about really getting this self-discipline, and he just really had a good, interesting story. If you have time to listen to that on The Breakfast Club, I would tune in because he's a really interesting man um, that I had no idea about. You know, I didn't know he was that interesting. And, you know, I, I like when people talk about what in a past and what they do and how they had to change their lives in order to become the person that they are today and look at him now. You know, he's doing amazing, and all he did was – follow what God wanted him to do, and now look at him. So that's truly amazing to me. I know I need to get myself yeah. more disciplined. Um, but, yes, I'm confessing my love for Megan Good's husband, Devon Franklin, because he is an awesome person. Um, but, yeah, guys, that is our show this evening. Do not forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. You guys can expect to hear from us next October 1st on Sunday. Same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. You can check us out on all the sites, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and, of course, this podcast from Log Talk. We love you so much. This your host, Angel Andrina. Happy 100. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to the one and only Confession Happy 100, y'all. Happy 100, y'all. 100 episodes. Good night, babe. Good night, Jen Othello. Good night, Jen Othello. Good night, Jen Othello. Good night, Jen Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. 
Please insert stake into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. 